Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Today, we continue our journey through comic book film with X-Men Origins Wolverine. It was premiered on May 1st, 2009. It was written by none other than David Benioff, and it shows with a screenplay by Skip Woods as well, directed by Gavin Hood. I am Colton Robertson. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And as you know, we're we're also, obviously, if this is your first time joining us, uh, you wouldn't know this, but me and Joe are currently embarking upon Winter is Blooming, our Game of Thrones rewatch podcast, a show, one of the greatest shows of all time, show ran by, in part, David Benioff, um, the writer <laughs> uh-huh. of this film. How you how you feeling about wow. this one? Um wow. How you, know, you feeling? I guess with Game of Thrones, there's incredible source material that he had at one point and then he was let loose. And then he kind of had to make stuff up on his own still with the help of of the source guy. This, you know, there's there's a plethora of There's uh, a lot of material. source material. Incredible amount. I mean, in in insane amount. And I'm I'm not gonna pretend to be a like super knowledgeable of the source material. I'm not really, but I I know it's out there, um, and I know he fucked it up. Well, not for not for Wolverine. Wolverine's totally. not that bad. Like not yeah. that poorly yeah. adapted by any means at all. Uh, the origin that they get to here with James being a little kid and his dad. Uh, quote unquote dad killing his mm. quote unquote dad and you know like that yeah. that whole thing that is that is accurate to a specific comic run mm-hmm. from I 2001 women yeah. though par for the course um, very david benioff very david benioff of him to write mm-hmm. a woman uh like kayla in this movie portrayed by yeah. lynn collins who does a wonderful job i like lynn collins in this movie it's a shame that uh, she was given such terrible material to work with. Um, man, damn, man! I mean, it was wor- It could have worked like very easily at the end. I, I feel like um, if she, wow, it's it's crazy how bad I just want to like get into just how shitty this ending was because I was oh, I was horrendous. I was holding on, you know, kind of this whole movie. I was holding on. I'm like, no, it's not as bad as people are making it out to be. Yes, some of this writing is pretty shallow and very, very surface level, and then like, you know, whatever. Uh, but at least, at least what we're seeing on screen is cool. Um, and if I'm a kid, I'm definitely enjoying it. 
Um, yeah, you're having a so I'm like, time. I'm like, okay, it's not, this isn't bad. Like, this isn't terrible. Um, and there's even say, isn't like, bad might be friendly. Isn't terrible yeah. might be more accurate. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the ending plays out, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a, wait a minute. I'm like, so, so it's his origin story. We need him to get the adamantite skull, and you know, to become Wolverine, you know, for, for good. But let's just, let's just make him fucking forget everything. I they love have it. to. They have to. And it's part of it's part of the X Men trilogy that he doesn't remember anything. So is it because the movies or in comics it's based that he loses his memories? Like, um. Well, I, I believe there is there is uh, accuracy to the comics that he loses his memory. Now the okay. reason they do it in this movie is because that is what the X Men trilogy prior is dealing with primarily with Logan is that he can't remember can't remember what happened he doesn't remember much before he became this um, it wasn't because of professor x i thought professor x put some fucking mental blocks on him like like he did no he was slowly helping him take the mental blocks down um oh and helping he was him, slowly like, helping her? helping him re- like Oh. He needed him to remember on his own, so he didn't just show him everything, which is what Red the whole conflict was there. Okay. Um, Read that one wrong. Um, okay. Then, I, you know, I guess I guess it's... There's still a better way to go about it. Yeah, I guess... I guess they are kind of tied a little bit um, in where, where they have to end up. So... Yeah... I don't know that. Well, that is and if you're that, problem. if your hands are that tied, but on where you have to end up, it bears the question. We mm. had this conversation real recently. Mm. Should you have even made the movie? <laughs> um, I mean, you they, know, they had a good thing going. They they made a few X Men movies, and they realized, all right, well, we got a talent like no yeah, other, a powerhouse uh, that people like. And recognize this guy will put asses in seats. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was pretty much all the thought that went into this. And and they're like, all right, let's let's make this thing. And and I mean that Hugh Jackman does great. He is Hugh Jackman. No, yeah, um, he does a fine. He does a fine job. He looks incredible. But like at, every time, every time you start. To, to like slow down and then get something, some substance or something fulfilling, it's instantly taken away. And, mm. and I, on one hand, it's like, it's bad for the viewer. But on the other hand, it's like exactly what Logan goes through, um, throughout his life. Like every, if he want, if he dated anybody, he knows he's going to outlive them. And mm-hmm. they will die, and like it will be over eventually. But he will continue, you know, sort of thing. So like, and and like uh, in this movie specifically, kind of like the the farmer family, you know, the the old husband and wife on oh, the farm. Yes, yes. Um, you know, it, it what a you know, just it, it's cute. You know, um, it, it seems that they maybe have lost their son or yeah, something. Yeah, for sure, for um, sure. Removed you know, out, they're empty nesters, yeah. something, it's something. Like, oh, it, it, you know, it's it's so cute, and and then just 
Striker comes in, just fucking snipes the shit out of them, and they're like, yeah, All right, and you know, nope. like, there's there's nothing in this movie that I'm like, I don't get why. Like, I follow the logic mm-hmm. that this movie follows at pretty much every turn. Yeah. It's just, it's just not good. Like, it's just not good choices to make, you yeah. know? Like, um, it tracks, but it's no, like- it does. Like, a, a, a bunch of Wolverines, the core of Wolverine is that he is a tragic figure who's been through terrible, terrible shit and somehow continues to keep going. You know, like, that is, yeah. And that's why I love Wolverine. He is one of the most resilient characters. Mm-hmm in all of comic books. And I think that this movie does a good job at portraying that, you know, they do, it does do a decent job at showing that he, he doesn't give up uh, under any circumstance. He's got to keep going. Um, He did go through the worst pain anyone could ever experience. Yeah. And was it, was it assumed that no one has made it through this before? Like it was like everyone that has tried this has died. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And <laughs> I love how, like, um, I don't know, the nur- there's, like, a nurse, and Logan says something to her. Um, like, something qu- quirky, something quippy, funny, and then she's like, no, like, this, this is going to hurt worse than anything you have ever been through, without yeah. a doubt. Like, there's, there's no shot. He says so something about, like, like, I've been through worse, and she's like, no, you haven't. No, yeah, um, like, no, you have not. Um, and I think that's, like, I don't know, it is It is perfect, like, this it, one one cool-ish part of the movie. It's kind of, like, I, I grapple with this a lot, is, like, there's it's cool but also cheesy at the same time. Mm, um, yeah. But, like, the, the killing of the animal, you know, or, like, you know, or not, like, not seeing himself as the animal. Um, versus having to embrace it sometimes, mm, you know, and, yeah. and, and give in to the rage and all of that. But right. uh, I thought, I thought that was, that was kind of nice. Like if, <clears throat> if the love story was handled a little bit better, um, maybe that could have, could have hit yeah, a little You know, there's, it has the bones to be a perfectly fine superhero movie. That's the thing is that even, even with what we are given, the bones it's set up, I don't even think it has the potential to be particularly good. It ha- like it has the potential to be fine, mm-hmm. and they still even fumble that. Um, like when it comes to the relationship with, between Kayla and James, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is is his comic accurate name, but referring to this Wolverine as James is always difficult. It always confuses me a little bit. Um, hmm. yeah, it was weird. I'm probably going to refer to him yeah. as Logan, but, uh, yeah. that's, that's all I have up here in my head is Logan. Yeah. James was very weird and hearing Jimmy, um, from Leah Schreiber. I've, what's the character name? Why do I Victor always... Creed. Creed. Victor. I don't know. Does he have like a animal name? Yeah. Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Thank you. I don't know that that's, I always, I can never remember that. Forever. I, I I'm feel like- fairly certain that's who he's supposed to be playing, um, which okay. is interesting because if they are trying to adhere to a continuity mm-hmm. with the original film, Sabretooth is in 
the original films. As Liev Schreiber? It's not Liev Schreiber, but the character is. Really? Yeah. And there's no thing about, like, oh, we're brothers, oh, we, you know, like, there's there's none of that. And Sabretooth doesn't get his memory wiped. Yeah, why doesn't Sabretooth from X-Men 2000 recognize his brother, Wolverine? Interesting question. Um, no, and, like, that's the thing, yeah. is that it's it's simple. They hadn't conceptualized them as brothers because they've never been brothers. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. not a thing they do. So the choice wow. to be, like, instead of... There's... there's I, I wow. guess... That's I like... guess an emotional moment it's supposed to be where they come together at the end and they fight Deadpool together. Um, but even that is not yeah. emotional. I feel like you definitely could have pulled off something where they like, I don't know, grew up together. You know, like they don't have to be brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I I will give it credit. Uh, the another opening sequence that was pretty cool. Um, oh, you know, that's I, funny. it, is, it um, is just pure war, uh, which which sucks. But it, at least it's like a somewhat entertaining opening sequence to watch. That's uh, hilarious. I thought after Watchmen, it made it a lot more obvious just how fucking awful this opening credit sequence is. Well, like I'm saying, um, at least it's not just like uh, I don't know, it not like animated, you know, just like uh. Mm. Like you know the I'm, the one that comes to mind is like the Raimi Spider Man where it's just kind of like going through the web and DNA like that's cool I do like that mm. um, but like this where it gives you like background into the story that is cool yeah Incredible um, Hulk sort of stuff yeah, yeah like yeah. that is I think I think that that is that is kind of cool like just having the idea that these two have been through it you know mm. literally every war like literally. That's um, fair. That's, I think it's I, I, the, you know, the, it's like the mechanics of it work fine. I think it looks like shit. Um, oh, that was more. That oh, was more yeah, where I was no, coming from. No, totally. Um, no, it's terrible. I don't know. It kind of looks like an like AI did it, but somehow in whatever year we're in, <laughs> two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. It, it is. It does look very that weird. part. Whenever like there was one that just kind of made me laugh out loud. I think it's funny. It's f- like it. It shouldn't be funny, and I in a different movie maybe it's not funny to me. But the way that Victor bounds towards on D Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's just yeah. crawling in that massive bear crawl, and then and during the credit sequence, there's a freeze frame with him like fully spread out, and they put the credits up there. Uh, uh-huh. And I thought that shit was hilarious. Um, How do they do that? You know, was he on wires or something? Probably wires would be my best guess. Because, I mean, like, if it's VFX, it's incredibly well done. But, I mean, like... uh, It was covering that much ground on wire. Like, imagine how that would feel. That'd feel kind of... It'd feel fucking awesome. That'd be Uh, Yeah, that would be kind of sick. No, and that's the thing, is that, like... I I had... I I know I'm talking terribly about this movie, and it's because it's not good. Um but it wasn't as bad as i remembered it being yeah. uh i remembered it being i thought i was coming into a bottom two of our <laughs> project so far comic mm-hmm. book movie and i didn't we're we're looking at bottom four 
you know um yeah we're still down there oh it's still bad it's still bad but like you said earlier it's not god fucking awful you know like it's it's bad it's very not good but it's not the worst shit i've ever seen and that's what i remembered it being i Um, think it's it's also hilarious we were talking that like this i will never have any will or desire to watch this movie again for the rest of my life mm. which which is incredible to think about a movie in which you never will turn your tv on and and, and put you on, like, know it, you'll yeah. never do that that's incredible like the only way the only way i could even conceive of ever watching this again is if i'm doing a full rewatch of every x-men movie ever again that was the reason i watched it in the first place and i didn't watch i watched this for the first time i think covid had just just you know put us on put us on lockdown and i was i was gonna be home for two weeks at least Mm -hmm. and i was like Fuck it. I watched the first three X-Men movies. I loved them. I love first class. I know I like, I know I like the other two. Mm-hmm. I know I like Logan. I do not know how it all fits together. Let's go ahead and watch this. I want to watch all of them in a row as they're supposed to be viewed. And I watched this and I was like, Oh yeah, this is fucking terrible. Um, yeah, yeah. And that was when I was, that's when I was 20 years old and I, I, I wasn't an idiot. But like, I look back on the way that I watched movies and took in media then and mm-hmm. thought I was, and I think like, oh man, I've gotten a lot better at that. So yeah. even then I thought this was terrible. Um, yeah. Marvel was also peaking. Uh, yeah, that's true. Marvel was, was they, they'd it. just come off their peak of, yeah, so, of rain. Yeah. So that, and then seeing this, like after post end game, like <laughs> seeing this, you're going to be like, what the fuck? You're going to be like, this is, the shittiest comic book movie it's, of all. It's horrendous. It, and it, it truly is. It truly is bad. Um, but yeah, like that's the only, like we talk a lot about rewatchability and how like, you know, rewatchability isn't particularly important. A movie can be good and not rewatchable. It's, it's, I love when a movie is good and rewatchable. That's the best option you could possibly have. There's mm-hmm. bad and rewatchable because of its badness. Yeah. Uh, and there's, yeah. It's and then there's unrewatchable because it's bad, and that's what this is. And it's that's it's a tough that's a tough place for a movie to be. It's rare because I like, would say even some of the movies I have below it in our comic book movie project, the only reason it's above them is because I like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and he's I, not even enough for me to rewatch this. I insane. My last movie, Catwoman. I could 100% see myself rewatching that before this. It's crazy how much is going for this movie. Like Hugh Jackman, just incredible actor. Wolverine, not one of my favorite comic book heroes, but like he's up there for me and like mm. very, very high up there for you. Yeah, um, my that's my support. favorite Marvel hero for sure. Yeah. So like it has so much going for it and yet we're I like – That's you know. what's terrible is it's such a letdown because yeah. there's like – that's what makes it hard to watch. It, Cause like I said, it has the bones to be a perfectly fine movie. It has a lot of exciting X-Men characters. I love, I, and this is like the original, it feels like the original movie that was kind of like, Oh, here's some cameos from around the universe and, mm-hmm. you know, some other characters that you know, Gambit, Blob, the, the likes of them, like kind of showing up and being in the movie a little bit tertiary and stuff. And 
that's super fun. I like that stuff. Um, and even that stuff isn't handled poorly. You know, like I think that the yeah. blob stuff is not comic accurate, but it's, that's, uh, it's that's, super fun is. to watch. I think that shit's hilarious. Um, okay. I had no idea who Fred or blob. Oh yeah. I, blob. I, I, I had no idea. I just, I like that dude's a unit. Like what is his power? Just to be a unit? Like, just to be an absolute he, fucking beast. He he punched a tank. Bolt, missile, bullet. I what is that? What is that that shoots out? I don't know. A rocket? I don't know what shoots yeah. out of that, you know? He just ta- he tanked a tank. Um, yeah, bro's and, built different. You see, yeah, what the... You know, they had to infuse Logan with adamantium to make him indestructible... Blob just seems that he has it innately uh, built in, which yeah. uh, I thought was hilarious. Blob is uh, I'll, he he originally appeared very early on in uh, uh, one of the first issues of Uncanny X Men, hmm. like ever. Good old blob. Long fucking time ago. Uh, like an OG X-Men villain. Um, and, uh, like, I think that part of the movie's fun. It obviously doesn't serve much of a purpose beyond, like, what's he even do there? Like, it just kind of points him in the right direction to where Victor Creed might be. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, yeah, that is And where Stryker's based and all that shit. Um Mm-hmm. That, that's the other thing is that like the fact that we didn't cover this movie the day that we planned on covering it is uh, like it absolutely fucked me in terms of remembering this movie it's so forgettable it, it is tough it's it very is so tough. overwhelmingly Even forgettable the, the ending the the like supposed to be the most memorable part we I have had a t- a, like i had a tough time a tough time that. remembering that and you and had Kayla just had a, and I, watched I was the movie. literally fresh, Liter- literally minutes off of my watch, and I'm like, "What the hell?" I'm like, "How did she go from saying, hey, sister, I have to stay here, um, go, go save the kids'? I thought that from that moment that she just was found crushed under all the rubble uh, by Logan." <laughs> And I completely forgot that she had a, a mo- they had a moment together, and she yeah. she literally had a, a moment with Stryker as well before mm-hmm. she sends him walking until his feet bleed, and then he keeps he keeps yep. going, just um, all gone, just just didn't remember that whatsoever. Um, minutes after, no, had it's to, yeah, it boggles the mind how you can have a collection of talent here, like. Hugh Jackman, Liev Schreiber. I like Danny Houston a lot. He plays a uh, striker in this movie. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. You know, he does. And like at the beginning of the movie, he's not a bad Deadpool, but obviously they are still afraid to do, you know, what you expect? Yellow spandex or whatever. Like they're still afraid to do anything wow. that is comic movie? accurate. Um, wow. Was this Deadpool something? Um, uh, this Deadpool is like horrendous. It's absolutely fucking awful. Um, I do like, and 
thematically, like I, I understand the whole, like, uh, there's a line that Stryker says to Deadpool at the beginning of the movie to Wade Wilson, where he says, you know, without a mouth, you'd be without that mouth of yours, you'd be the perfect soldier. So naturally, whenever he does all the shit, he removes his mouth. Like, of course, uh, duh. Fair enough. Um, Whatever. But no, like, yeah, but like that's Deadpool. That is Deadpool. That's, that's his whole, his whole fucking thing is that he talks. Yeah, that's his whole shit. Um, and like he had some good lines at the beginning, you know, or whatever. Like, uh, swords are memorable. You know, you bring some swords mm-hmm. to your ex girlfriend's blah blah or what? You know, whatever. And like he, he's doing his thing, and you're like, I was like, okay, like we get a, a, a little Deadpool I've never seen before. Let's let's mm, go. Yeah. I was getting a little excited, and then yeah, no, it just kind of turned into. No, the, I mean, like that's probably the single worst aspect of this adaptation, and the fact that it is a relatively important part of the movie. Yeah. really, really fucks it. Um, yeah, mutant killer. All of that was the whole point. Uh, for strike this whole shit um my shot does come from a deadpool from a deadpool shot though um it's whenever he is getting like surgically enhanced and his eyes are like it's like a really cool horror ish shot it's only there for a second but his eyes are like you can see his entire fucking eyeball his eyes are like stretched he's laying down on the table and you can tell like since he doesn't have a mouth he can't express it but he's like in pain and like it was it was no gruesome. Point. It was yeah. it it looked like straight out of a comic book, which is why I really liked it, you know. Um Oh yeah. And I, I thought that, that was a it was an interesting shot at least. Because there's not a lot of memorable visuals in this movie. This, uh, and that one stuck with me, you know. So. It didn't stray away to be comic booky, this movie, to to mm. frame things up like a comic strip sometimes. Um let's see. I had a yeah, I had a, a few a few shots. Some that were just funny. Um, one that was kind of funny. One that was just beautiful was was whenever they were up on the, like their mountaintop home, and they're, they're like, I don't know. It's first like Logan's just like out on the. Oh, it's not even a porch. It's just kind of like yeah, the front yard thing. But yeah, what I don't know. Out on top of their mountain home, uh, he's just looking out in the distance, and then Kayla comes out and joins him. It's just this like wide shot um, of of they're like silhouettes, and then the mm-hmm. house. I mean the mountains in the background, uh, so that 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 was pretty nice uh, to look at. Uh, and then it all kind of gets, you know, it's like it's all manicured anyways. It's all fake. It's like fuck. Now I, I feel bad about it. Uh, yeah, no, but it's, it's all real uh, actually. And, that's you know, my thing, man. I don't it's know. Like, how it, so act- my no. favorite scene is the brief moment of solace prior. You know, the reason he calls himself Wolverine, that whole interaction Ooh. where she's explaining, you know, uh, uh, the moon had a, um, yeah, as Logan would put it. Yes. Uh, the moon had a lover and the lover left and he, he, the moon knew she would never love again, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, what's that mean? It means Wolverine. I, I loved, I loved that little moment. I thought it was sweet. I thought that like, you know, it's not, again, we're not talking anything that's super comic accurate here by any means, but mm-hmm. that's, that's one of those examples where I can be cool with you not being comic accurate. If you have a cool yeah. little interaction like this where it explains why he would eventually take that mantle and mm-hmm. so on and so forth, like, I, I get it. That's cool. Um, but to give us this one 
one scene. There is one scene with Kayla prior to her getting killed off. They want you to think, okay, here's their entire love. One scene. They've been together. They love each other. He's been out of it for a while. We're implying a lot of history. We're not giving you a lot of anything. Okay, now she's dead. And you're like, okay, this is written by David Benioff. Cool. Um, yeah. And then they bring her back. She's not oh. actually dead. Oh, yep. okay. This is written oh. by David Benioff. Cool. Um, she was a spy. She was, she was supposed to get in close with Logan, keep an eye on him. She was inside. She was a part of it all along. He's like, Oh no, but I still forgive oh. you. I still love you. This is, st-. it was, and my line comes from, him it was real to me i liked that line a lot too i think hugh jackman performs it yep it's performance like it's not there's hardly anything here line wise that i can go that was just a good line there's no it's all performances um yes sadly does not play well for for kayla's character um, no whatsoever but but it does it does sort of play well for Logan. Um, yeah, no, and, and that's, that's the thing. That is, is the that, D&D specialty. That is the um, D&D special. If you're going to use, if you're going to have a woman in your story, yeah, use her to push a man forward. That is what you got to do if you're David Benioff. Yeah. Um. So, now, now we realize she was a spy all along, but wait, it was real for her too. Her love for him was so powerful that she, you know, she, she wished she hadn't done this and so on and so forth. Oh, great. You're forgiven. We're forgiven. I love you. Let's get out of here together. Psych, you're dead. Now you're killed again. We got to push this story forward some more because he has to forget everything. Do you know who she is? Nope. Not even like a lingering sense of maybe. Yeah, they could have done something really cool there. You know, like wipe the memory, but like him be like feel you know like like i don't know like, you know like uh I feel like i recognize her from something. yeah something you know like that no. would have been really cool you that know like, fine. Some, some, it, it, like it wouldn't have been good and, but yeah. it would have been something you it's know like easy, you know love goes like is is the only thing that 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 went through this you know whatever um and it wouldn't fuck up the 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 rest of of the movies and everything like that you know if he just has this faint memory of of someone and you know, he walks on and he leaves anyways. Um, I mean, this gets retconned into hell. Like they, they completely disregard this movie wholeheartedly for the next couple Wolverine movies. Um, yeah, they just try to forget that it ever even happened. They were probably, and like, I can't blame them. It's terrible. It's we, it's very uh, bad. Oopsies. Um, yeah, and also love the moment. That Kayla has out on the bridge, uh, where, where Wolverine, you know, he gets out of the car and he's like, all right, like, let us through. And the guy's like, oh, do something about it. She gets out and like, it's like, all right, guys, you know, let's settle down. We're all right. And it's like, she's like, yeah, you know, uh, it's called, you know, the, just a woman's power of persuasion. You know, yeah. oh no, she's actually a mutant and that yeah. is her power. It's yes. not even, um, the, uh, uh, if they, she's the touching woman, you, yeah, if she's the one you, woman moment in this movie is not even a woman moment because she's a mutant and it's yeah. literally her power. Um, yeah. incredible. Oh, At least she she does get a bar in, you know, um, to strike her at the end there, like mm. telling them to to keep walking till your feet bleed and then keep keep going. That's yeah. fucking hard. Um. It would have been really. It would have been specifically cool if she didn't 
keel over and die immediately you, after. Okay. True. Um, I was I was more thinking like, do you think she had this ready? Like she, she knows she has this ability that she can persuade anybody, and this these two lines specifically that she says to strike her get him to go forever. He will ne- like. There's nothing he can do to stop if this mm. persuasion is, you know, to be believed, yeah, and to be followed. So, like in two lines, I mean, that's a painful death, you know, slow, long, drawn out. Mm. You either starve, uh, die of thirst, or just exhaustion. You know, it's one right. of those. Um, I just wonder if she like thought of this or if this was on the fly. Um, she's dying, and she's like, "Fuck, you know, uh, just turn around, walk, keep going." I don't know. I'm, I'm usually not one to harp on, you know, the logic of movies. I guess this movie doesn't have much. There is a glaring, glaring bit of, you know, why, why not. Sort of going on with Kayla specifically, where mm-hmm. if you have this power and your sister is locked up by a man you have access to all the time, you're always around him. I don't know, man. Oh, why no. not? Why not be like, let them hey, striker. go? Literally give me anything I want. Yeah. Uh, just by touching him on the shoulder. Incredible. Uh, yeah, that's, wow. Insane. So, like, not only do they take away this mo- this character moment from her to be like, oh, she's actually mutant, that's the twist, fun. You've now created a giant hole in the middle of this story where she could have just been a spy, and that yeah. would have been fine. You know, it wouldn't have been good, yeah. like I said, but it would have been better than her being a mutant with the ability to change the situation she's in. Hmm. Yeah, that's rough. Didn't think about that one. No, I didn't until just a few seconds ago. Like as yeah. soon as, as soon as you started talking about how she did, she have this ready. I was like, if she had anything ready, she would have done a lot more. Um, and that's yeah, that's man. on David Benioff and and uh, the other gentleman. Uh, I feel bad for blaming everything on David Benioff as he co-wrote this movie, but uh, when it comes Skip to the woman Woods. character, he feels like the easy target. Um, wow, Skip Woods just feels like a a comic. Yeah, I don't know. That just feel he just that feels like a character. He's best known for writing Swordfish in two thousand one. So uh, good day to write much part. after this. Um. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm actually but, amazed. I'm amazed that uh, HBO was like, "Yeah, we'll give you Game of Thrones." After this. Yeah, that's inc- I mean, they didn't know George. They had like George R. R. Martin writing book. I mean, like there was there was that, but yeah, that's that's incredible to be like, all right, you're the guys. You know, you're you're one of them. We need you. Are they brothers or just they're just D? They're just no, Davey, David involved. Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Yeah, I always think they're brothers for some reason. Um, yeah, wow. Just uh, let's team them up. Uh, but you're one of the guys for sure. After writing this, that's what we know for sure. Um, it was this a little? Let's see. Was Seven out yet? 
2009-7 came out. Oh, yeah. By like 15 years. Oh, yeah. Hello, what am I thinking? Um, Was this... I think he was... Wolverine was breaking in somewhere. Um, And he just does a single claw through the door and slices the lock. He's like in stealth huh. mode. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I saw it, and it it made me laugh. The only reason I put this down is because it made me laugh, like, out loud. Because, like, one, for some reason, his claws either look super good because they're just actual, like, real, they built practical. the, you know, they're practical, yeah. Or, or they look so bad. Like, they, it, I mean, oh. they look so bad sometimes. In the farm, in the mirror, dude. Oh, or, like, my. in the bathroom. God. They looked so bad. Him putting him in front of his face and like clawing them together. Like I mean, it. Was they thought so they bad. thought they were cooking with that, dude, and all because that's that's the only reason you do a shot like that is if you think you are doing something. You know, like you're like, oh man, we really got this CGI claw thing figured out. Uh, no, you don't. Um, no, it was bad. It was not good at all. And also. Why? What? The first three movies came before, and all those looked fine. Wait a minute. Yeah. What happened here where they were like, let's get interesting. Let's get goofy with these claws. Let's do something different. What the fuck? Why? Yeah, I, for, I forget. They've never looked bad before. And now they look terrible. And we've watched them slowly protrude from his fist. That's not something that's new to this movie. Wow. Yeah, that's... I didn't even... This. Yeah, it goes back in time. I mean, they, they went full prequel mode. I mean, full origin mode. They're like, well, we're, we're just going to take Let's wind the back the plot completely back. and make everything look worse, too. Um. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, <laughs> it's not my favorite shot. I just put it in there so I'd remember it um, and be like, is this... Um, one seven insp- or inspired from um, the seven shot or like th- it. What is the seven shot? Is it a knife cutting through caution tape? It's a I knife know cutting through. Uh, um, I know the Batman inspired shot. That's the one that pops yes. in, in my head now. Not the Morgan actual. Freeman cuts through. I can't remember if it's caution tape or like an eviction notice or something Ooh. like that. But it's like it's yeah. stuck over a door and he slices down the middle of it. Like a, um, okay. Um, but then my other, the last, um, selection for a shot was whenever he goes, uh, breaking all the locks for the prisoners at the end, uh, just hands to the side, just running through, just chink, 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 yeah. uh, just breaking, breaking each one, letting that's everyone fun. free. Yeah. Um, and, and see, like, that's, that's one of those things that I do like about this movie. I love that. You know, Wolverine is a hero, you know, like he is he is saving people. That makes it very, very fulfilling. You know, uh, I love the continuity thing where um, Scott despises X, uh, despises Wolverine in the original X-Men trilogy. So he can't see that Wolverine's the one who saves him. So he's got mm-hmm. his eyes covered the entire time or else like when he grows up, he'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, you were the dude who saved yeah. me and I love you. Uh Wow. So, like, their adherence to continuity, their adherence to continuity in some cases is hilarious because they completely disregard it in others. And I think that's so fucking funny. Um, Wow. Yeah. I mean, they're like, what the fuck? I mean, like, maybe, 
maybe we got shot with adamantium bullets at the end there too. You yeah, know, right. maybe whenever Wolverine gets put down, like we just get one put through the screen somehow. They wrote it so poorly that you you might as well get your memory erased as well. You, mm. I'd hope to get my memory erased on. You know, I kind of want um, an adamantium bullet, or ideally just that uh, men in black pin. Uh, and, and just go back in time to before I watch this movie. Man. But you know, I guess I guess it is better that I I have been through it. And just no, yeah, know, I mean, it's important to watch bad movies. You know, like mm-hmm. this is one of those movies that makes you go, "How did anyone think that Thor: Love and Thunder is the worst comic book movie of all time?" Bro, I don't think Thor Love and Thunder is a great movie. I don't think it's even particularly that good. But it's not as fucking terrible as some of the shit even in yeah. the comic book movie genre and there are people who will adamantly tell you it's the worst movie ever made and i'm like you have not watched enough bad movies so that's and, that's uh, why it's important to watch bad movies so you can go no that is like, not the worst yeah i don't even know if it'll be bottom five no i mean like as of what our bottom five is right now i'd watch thor love and thunder before any of those yeah um, and then like i haven't seen Jonah Hex, I have no idea how good that is. I have um, not either. My money is bo- bottom ten. That's where okay. I'm placing my. I've bet. heard Green Lantern is comically bad. That's that's uh. I'm betting bottom ten. Yeah, we've got a we've got a fucking so, like, streak coming up of shit. I, I don't feel we? like I feel like Thor: Love and Thunder might not even be like bottom ten by the end of it all. Uh, no, I mean like we've got like a fucking hundred movies here. The, like the. The bottom ten will be astonishing. Hey, we still got Morbius, you know, and that's 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 another top, like thing is that I will rewatch Morbius because of the meme, you know. Like mm. I will actually go back to Morbius before X Men Origins Wolverine, and you know, it's actually tough to say which one is written worse. Oh, can't wait to get there. Um. <laughs> but uh, I, not, it, what? Yeah, I, they're Morbius is bad. It, I, it's more just the dialogue, but like the story is somewhat bad. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is. I mean, like this. At least on rewatchability. Morbius has one more in me for the rest of my life, I think. You know, I might be I think that's all I can handle. Right. Um I don't I'm I'm all the counter is down to zero on X-Men Origins Wolverine. That's uh that's Dunzo, I think. Forget. Yeah, we got a, we got a nice balance coming up. We got Iron Man 2 next week. Not bad. Jonah Hex, no idea. Thor, not bad. X-Men First Class, really good. Uh Green Lantern, shit. First Avenger, pretty solid, pretty good. I like it a lot. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Hey, shit, knows, maybe know? we'll love it. Maybe we'll love it. You know, maybe it'll be. No, that's my thing is like, yeah. I can't really speak to Jonah Hex. You know, maybe, maybe I'm like, wait a second. Why have I never seen Jonah Hex? You know, um, mm-hmm. so we'll fucking see. But, uh, ooh, it's, uh, and then we got a pretty good run. Um, and from then on, it's pretty rare that we get just an abject fucking misfire. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, wow, yeah, and then, not, and frankly, probably not until Suicide Squad 2016 that it's like 
Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, all these movies are pretty freaking good. I don't know about the Fantastic Four remake. Oh, that'll be pretty uh, bad. That'll be pretty bad. That was one in there that kind of stood out. But then, yeah, Suicide Squad would be the next one. Yeah, I mean, all of these are looking pretty dang good. Um, or just they're consistent. Yeah, like or they're fi- or they're fine, solid, or good. And I, some of them will be bad. They'll be poorly done, but at least they'll be enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? Like this one's just yeah. bad and not fun to watch. Um, yeah. I have a fi- I like I have a decent time, but not a fun enough time to ever want to watch it again. Um, and it it was co- like wait okay so in the X Men movies that have already come out, yeah. Were there shots of Logan, like, getting the adamantium transfusion already? Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, how? Well, like, did it actually happen? Like, but this is the first time it's happening in, like, all its glory, right? It was the first time we're getting the full scene. I'd be willing to bet, and... But the tank and everything was exactly the same. Is that is that just like is this a comic? Probably just a, either a recreation of the set, and we're getting it in its full fucking thing, or um, or this sequence, arguably the best sequence in the movie, is directed and written by someone else. <laughs> is it you know that, or you're just taking a guess? I'm ta- like I'm taking a guess, but my money is that it's just recreated. That that would be yeah. I mean, like, it, it kind of uh, stood out. I mean, I'm it, pretty it, sure it, there are moments. In the first X-Men movie, nine years earlier, where he has flashbacks like this. Almost a full decade. Yeah. So, and there are just flashes. It's nothing like... Oh, okay. Maybe it's in the next X-Men movies. Like, the the ones that are, are upcoming that there's really flashbacks to this. That I'm remembering, maybe. But, um... <clears throat> I mean, that that's a contender for my scene was uh was the whole whole transfusion um it was i i felt like uh i don't know it's kind of like steve rogers and his uh you know his his super serum moment but this mm-hmm. one kind of i don't know it kind of even had a little more more going to it because at that point i didn't know kayla was a spy and their love was real and everything and like turn it into the animal and like he's literally like being destroyed to turn into an animal right here and he's thinking of her but can't help but also think of of his brother at the same I don't know there's a lot of emotions going on um Hugh Jackman just acting his ass off like having to be underwater just convulging I think is hilarious uh that right. he has to do that and then just jump out full just butt ass naked and just ki- kill everyone in the room I yeah it's like it's hilarious that uh what's his striker is so confident like oh yeah we'll get him like we're we got him like don't we're, we shouldn't be worried and it's like well you did just make him indestructible you know like that was right. the goal uh to make him this ultimate weapon that can't die and that is also indestructible and you're like yeah no we got him don't worry i have these six adamantium bullets um and i trust my shot enough um which i think is is amazing that like he alone 
Uh, it was like, yeah, with these six shots or, or however many he had, he's like, we'll take down the Wolverine, you know? Um, right. I'll trust my shot enough. Yeah. Um, and he's like, the fact that this was like, this is how we wipe his memory is that we shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Can't be a lot of science to that. Gotta, gotta be a yeah. hypothetical. Gotta be a guess, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and like, I guess you have Professor X come in at the end here, but like, he wouldn't be the one to do it. That wouldn't really make, mm-hmm. you know, make sense. So like, it has to be, I guess, this way. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is, it is, it is a little rough, uh, just for him to walk over and be like, nope. No memory of this girl whatsoever. She means nothing to me. I'll close her eyes, though, and then walk away. You know, act like I care for some reason. Um, I guess he is he is a hero down deep in, in, in his heart. So that could be why, but... Um, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I now, yeah, Logan, Hugh Jackman did get the clean sweep uh, for everything. Cause oh, yeah, no even, doubt. Even got my quote. Um, and this, this was before the, the transfusion. I think this was, Stryker was convincing him to do the transfusion and, and to become the ultimate weapon. And Logan says, if I come with you, I'm coming for blood. No law, no code of conduct. You yeah. point me in the right direction and you get the hell out of my way. Hard. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And I, man, god damn. Um, is he just looking good in this movie, man? Mm. Um. Just, uh, he's got the whole look. Like, the, he's just, he's just, like, he was made for this role, almost. Um, it's incredible, like, the, the, how perfect this casting is for Wolverine. And, I mean, it, I think he, is he the longest standing comic book, like, uh, portrayal? Yes. Um, 2000 to what will be 2024, 2025 with Deadpool 3. Um, That's insane. Um, Yep, 25 years as the character. Um, Professor X, I think, technically currently is uh, Patrick Stewart because of his appearance in Multiverse of Madness. Um, okay. But when Hugh Jackman's back on screen, it it will go yeah. back to it will go back to him. Wow. They, uh, Hugh Jackman and Charles Xavier, Hugh Jackman, Charles Xavier, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart um, <laughs> became the second and third actors to portray a superhero in four consecutive movies uh the same superhero in four consecutive movies the x-men x2 x oh. uh, last stand and this uh the first was christopher reeve as superman um there, yeah okay there's a lot of cool there's a lot of cool trivia around this movie that's more behind the scenes stuff um you know, obviously, the X-Men Origins title was meant to be a series. They planned on doing yeah. X-Men Origins Magneto. They planned on doing X-Men yeah. Origins Professor X. Um, and those two eventually got scrapped and merged into a much better movie, X-Men First Class. Um, yeah. So that's that's exciting. I'm very excited to get to that one. Uh, but one of my favorite little bits of trivia, this is pretty random, is that there are only two, there are only two actors as of this movie to have been cast in a Marvel comics film without auditioning, no audition. They were given the role. Those two are Wesley Snipes as blade 
and Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. That's what I was gonna guess. Did I mean, not... he is he is kind of just built for that role. Yeah, no, know? like that's I mean, a match made in heaven for Ryan Reynolds. They butchered the hell out of Deadpool here. The couple minutes he had as true Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, like it was it. Yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds. Um, and the fact that I mean, aren't they just friends in real life, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds? Um, or yeah, are they friends yeah. because of of this? I'm willing to bet they're friends because of this. Um, and this kind of sprouted a, a friendship that grew. Um, the actual friendship that came into this movie was Hugh Jackman and Liev Schreiber. It's why Liev Schreiber got the role of Sabretooth. Okay. Um, wow. They were homies, and they had been in a movie together like almost a decade earlier, and Hugh Jackman was like, we push each other in a really competitive way, and I think a rivalry on screen would come through in a very satisfying way. Um, okay. Yeah, that was, I don't know, kind of a, like there were somewhat like strong moments, like like him, uh, they're, I don't know where they were, but they were, Stryker was trying to find the adamant or adamantite like meteor site or wherever it landed. And they're in that like village and Stryker's like, all right, well, we're going to kill, we're going to kill everyone now, you know, or whatever, mm. kill this guy. Cause he's not talking and, and Logan's like, you know, like, you know, stopping him and saying like, nah, this is not what we signed up for. Like there, there were some, some good moments, but then like, I don't know. It just, it, it was just always on to the next thing and like never, um, I don't know. There was nothing, no like substance to the, like to anything. It was always just, all right, we're going, we're going along this, this journey, I guess. And, and even when it did slow down, it was all for nothing and fake anyways. And then, I don't know. It was just back and forth a whole lot. Mm. Uh, I'm just reading through this uh, I'm reading through this trivia and this is there's a lot of important shit in here David Benioff wrote wrote an R-rated script for this movie initially and Hugh Jackman didn't see an R rating as necessary so they tried to rework it down to PG-13 this was the script that was brought to the studio for X-Men Origins Wolverine, written by David Benioff. Gavin Hood was hired, and Skip Woods rewrote it based on David Benioff's script. Um, reworked it. So this is a rewrite of a half of D&D already yes. hit script. Yes. yes. A rewrite of already... Wow. Yeah. No, there's some... Chris Hemsworth auditioned to be Remy LeBeau, Gambit, uh, prior to be being cast as Thor. What uh, would have been would have been insane. Um, during the rehearsal for the scene in which Logan wakes up and jumps out of the uh, tank, mm -hmm. Gavin Hood, the director, was trying to explain to the actor playing the Doctor what was going to happen, and Hugh Jackman grabbed Gavin Hood and slammed him against the wall to demonstrate what was going to happen and Hugh Jackman didn't know this, but he gave hood whiplash and he had difficulty moving his neck for weeks. Um, damn. Um, yeah. Hugh Jackman and Liev Schreiber are the only Tony award winners. They've won for performances on the stage theater and they're, they're coming into X-Men origins Wolverine, which always kind of fucking kills me. 
Um, my favorite bit of trivia, which I already knew and was excited to talk about, was that uh, young James is portrayed by Troy Savon, who is uh, having yeah. a bit of a moment right now as a as a pop star. Um, I was wondering about that. I don't know. I, I I'm not in the know. I guess. Oh, uh, Troy Savon. I mean, like a very very talented talented gentleman. Um, huh. Released a music video recently that was uh, very very provocative and very very uh, oh. hot, if I do say so myself. Um, okay. But yeah, just I, I saw him and I was like, "Is that fucking Troy Savon?" <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. There are are some weird, some weird like act like like uh i know i don't know what his name the guy who can just control electronics i don't know like what what his comic name is um but i just know that guy from lost uh dominic monic Mon- oh dominic Mon- monahan monahan yeah i know him from lost uh oh so that, dude that's- uh that's my man uh maria doc brandebock uh, he's in Lord of the Rings. Oh uh, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. I, I, I'm start. I still haven't finished that first movie. God damn it! Like I'm oh, Fellowship of the Ring. Fucks, start, but yeah, he's married. I, yeah, I he start the Pippen. extended version uh, every time, and I never get through it. But I need. He's to. actually also in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's the one who steps up and goes, uh, um, cloning, dark science, things only the Sith knew. Um, you know, uh, that's that's Dominic Monaghan. I like him a lot. Uh, he's the I one am. who. Have you ever seen the uh, interview from behind the scenes of like? I mean, not a behind, it's like promo material for Lord of the Rings. Oh, I know exactly where you're going. This uh, have you ever worn wigs? No. Do you wear wigs? No, I have not. Will you wear wigs? <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. oh my god! I and I didn't know that it was like a blind. Um, oh, yeah, he had no idea. Like, he was, obviously, he was yeah. I, at first, when I watched that, I had no idea. But then, when I learned that, I'm like, oh, this makes so much more sense and makes it so much better. Oh, um, it really does. But man, yeah, no, they're they're hilarious. But man, I yeah, I do need to get through through those movies. So I know him as that's. I feel like I should know him as the Lord of the Rings character instead of a lost character. Um, but he was. Well, just I mean, Lost is one of his top credits. Like, if you watch Lost, that he's makes sense. Lost. He is very good. Um, but yeah, and then he's kind of reduced to a circus act. Um, in this one, that uh, Sabretooth just kills, finds and kills. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, yeah, just turning on light bulbs for a living, I guess, for a dollar. Um, but yeah, damn. Well, I mean, I, like. That's what's crazy is there's 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 a lot of stuff around this movie that I'm I love Dominic Monaghan I love I love Hugh Jackman I love Leah Schreiber Leah Schreiber obviously recently joining the uh, Wes Anderson lexicon which made him very very uh, mm-hmm. exciting to see again okay um, Asteroid Fair. City French Dispatch uh, yeah, Isle of Dogs Hugh Jackman could join Oh um, Hugh Jackman could for sure I did, join I didn't think I didn't think about him in the West lexicon but I, I need him. I need him in there. I would love now. him joining the West Ouvoir. Yeah. It would make me very happy. But um, what about Will? I am. <laughs> that, that was, you know, wow. Yeah, we just have everyone in this. Yeah, Will? I am. I mean, we continue a long history of uh, mus- music artists being featured in the movies that we we cover. 
Uh, mm-hmm. David Bowie in the Prestige, Harry Styles and Dunkirk, um, mm-hmm. uh, Meatloaf and Fight Club. Damn. Um, Harry Styles again when we get to the Eternals, which will be kind of crazy. That's true, and you know, will I am here in uh, in X Men Origins Wolverine and Troy Sivan in X Men Origins Wolverine. So uh, we got we got a double up there. So uh, wow, yeah, no, we got a got a lot got a lot of music artists that have popped in and popped out of our uh, our movie coverage here. But uh, nah, man. Uh, do you have anything else? Are we ready for a rating? Or oh, yeah. Willie Nelson earlier this week in Thief, uh, he was true. he was Oakland. Yeah. You know, we, yeah, we mm-hmm. yeah, sounds, it has been um, happening. Man, it is happening actually, kind of a lot. Um, a weird group of people, that's for sure. Like yeah. to to make if we made a graphic, like I'm just imagining a graphic of all, of all of these them. characters. Yeah, um, and it's it's looking kind of funky. Uh, Okla next to Will I Am, just specifically, I think is is kind of hilarious in itself. Um, but We're making yeah, a think... list now that we can keep track of from now on. Uh, yeah, how Harry Styles will have to be on there twice eventually. Um, yeah, Harry Styles Dunkirk and, Dunkirk. and and Thanos's brother. Let that incredible, yes. um, incredible little, incredible little detail that. there. Um, I'm trying to think of of other people that will pop up in the future. A musical artist. Let's see. Yeah, no. Oh, wait a minute. I was going to look this up because it, we are nearing 2010. We are in 20... Is this 2009 still? Yes, it is. 2009. I was going to look up because I knew I know Tron Legacy comes out in 2010. And I was going to look up to see if there were comics to it. That if it technically was a comic book movie. I don't believe so. Yeah, no, it was just... Um, it was... There are comics, but it did not start with comics. Um, I was going to see if we could... I was going to argue to... Slide it oh, up get Tron in here as a comic book movie to force force its way in here. Force uh, our hand then, here. Then there would be some new musical additions. We could throw Daft Punk in there um, to show up in because they do show up in the movie. Uh, That's true. That's true. In, in there, but uh, anyway, I think as far as X Men or- Origins Wolverine is considered, I think we've. We've done covered it. We've ran it. We've ran it dry. Yeah. But, uh, Where it will land will be interesting. Um, overall, with with all the four four things considered, because enjoyment. I mean, a movie that we know we will never revisit willingly. We're scrolling down. Catwoman was at a two five. Ooh. Um. I don't think it's not two five. You know. Like, even though I'm not going to watch it again, I think I was having a better time than Catwoman during the... Yeah, during yeah. The, no, I'd, I'd agree. I would agree. Um, Superman Returns, that's a 3.75. So, would you rather take a long-ass, boring, kind of drawn-out movie, or what was this, like an hour... Yeah, hour 40... Okay, hour 47. Um, Honestly... I don't know. Um, I, we're getting close. Frankly, I'm looking at some of our enjoyment ratings for like Supergirl and 
mm-hmm. like you said, that one, um, we might've been friendly. Um, so, cause my gut took me three here, but if Superman returns as a three, seven, five, I think it's got to tie that at thing. least. Think um, about what a three really means. That's like a five is middle of the road. This is that is two points below middle of the road, uh, for enjoyment. And like, for one, the there is somewhat cool action in this. There are some cool shots. Like there there are some things going. I do. I and I like Hugh Jackman. I do. I like Hugh Jackman. I like Leo Schreiber. That's enough to kind of propel it to three, seven, five, or four. Um, and yeah, I Supergirl's at a four. Blade Two is at a four five. I don't think, I don't think we're in Blade Two or that Superman Three Four Five as well. I don't think we're there. You know, so no, I, I yeah. do think I'll, it, I'll, I'll throw it four. I could get with yeah. that. Okay, a four. Uh, tying it with good old Supergirl. Um, there we go. So wow, what a long title too. Origins. Wolverine, then I'm gonna I'm gonna copy that so I don't have to type that every time. Anyway, on to the genre. Um, um it's uh, fine. It's not action, good. Yeah, like the action. What yeah, I mean it's a lot of just war or taking down a helicopter or I'm going. I'm going four, five. That would in be that range, just above Supergirl, but below Superman three. Yeah. Um, four, five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't excel at anything. Um, it just is. It's yeah, almost. It's open. almost a middle of the road action movie. You know, yeah. like it's. But, but just not. Not quite. No. Four, four, five. Almost middle of the road, but not fully there. Okay. Now, adaptation. Uh, <laughs> I guess, Wolver- you know, the titular character should be the, the most important part yeah. of the adaptation. So, like, even though Deadpool is, like, god-awful, like, I don't think that should tank it, like, uh, as much as if... Wolver- Intensely, yeah. No, like, the origin is is comic accurate to a type, a comic titled origin um called two thousand it was in two thousand one it's you know it grew up in Canada in high society basically it was a very very wealthy family and stuff happens and that like now he doesn't have Sabretooth as a brother that's not something that happens Kayla I'm pretty sure is a movie original character don't think that's anything that's ever been uh dealt with in comics and since she was done poorly Mm-hmm. Hard to, uh, hard to give it credit for that. Um, yeah. yeah. I'd say the Yeesh. not much is done well. Wolver- no, I mean, I mean like if we gave X Men: The Last Stand a three five. Oh. We're looking at a three two five. So a little bit better than Supergirl. Supergirl is a three. 
I'd say that Supergirl didn't adhere to anything comic book wise that Supergirl was. At least this did. Right. It, it tried like, something. It just yes, failed it, miserably at a lot. You know. I remember, we were like, it was not even comic accurate to anything, and it was bad. Like it was like a double whammy. Like if you're gonna at least not be comic accurate, make it good for the movie. And mm-hmm. I think you know, like. Even though Saber- this has a a just the slightest bit more of that, like yeah. It, yeah. It, it 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 adheres to the comic for the for the origin alone, and then pretty much everything after that is poorly adapted. Um, <laughs> Deadpool, oh my god, I have to I have to say it. I forgot. Whenever his head gets he gets decapitated and his laser eyes are still going. <laughs> and apparently his head falls perfectly vertical fucking spinning. true like it's it literally is falling perfectly for ver- i love i just like i thought that that was hilarious that like yeah, they don't show that. his head falling in the laser but like the implication is that it fell perfectly it's just doing this yeah that's in the middle and is just spinning while falling um, and it's not spinning particularly fast. No, it's yeah. Just... You in like the, if for real, if it was falling, it would just be in random. You would just see, you know, just like yeah, for sure directions and shit. But no, it's like this perfect slow spiral. Um, but yeah, okay, I, I it's definitely down there though. Uh, yeah, this is not going to shake out to be well. Uh, critically, um, oosh, I mean. Yeah, wow. We have to. I mean, the the claws getting worse somehow. Have to ding it. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. It's written horrendously. Um, there is one one thing about this movie that's decent, and it's the performances. Uh, and really, it's two performances, and those performances are Hugh Jackman and Leah Schreiber. Um, how much? And I wish that, that was enough to propel yeah, it above three, but it's not. Um. Yeah, and that's Supergirl and Batman 66 are out of three. Um, and now, I will pose this to you. We're dealing with movies that are 25 years older in one case and 50 years older in another. <laughs> um, yeah, they kind of get a Both of which do so much better with what they are given and what they have to offer. I would say we are going 2.5. I still can't put it below Catwoman. Um, yeah, no, it's not Catwoman. Um, the editing isn't good, but it's like the editing in Catwoman was enough to make me want to turn off the movie. Um, yeah, I, I liked, I like it 2.5. Wow. That's incredible. 2.5 critically. You, it's not often. That you can give something to that we gave it a work. That's kind of nuts. I think I gave this a better score on Letterbox, and that's out of five than we did out of ten. Critically mm. here, um, I think on Letterbox I gave. Let's see, I gave this. Oh no, I gave it a two. Actually, um, I gave it, it a two as well, which enjoyment wise would be a four out of ten. Um, so if all said and done, uh, all of the ratings are in, it shakes it out to a three point five six. Or a 36%, which on our, it puts it it barely above Supergirl. Yeah, barely above Supergirl, but below Superman 3 and Superman Returns. 
um, which will make it the 36th out of 38 that we have covered so far. Yeah. I mean, we are way harsher on this movie. I was astonished. I was blown the fuck away to look at IMDb and see it rated at 6.5 out of 10. Melts my fucking mind. No goddamn way. That's insane. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's kind of incredible. I think if you, t- like, usually we are nicer because it is a comic book movie and we are in this comic book frame of mind instead of, like, uh, the director spotlight frame of mind. So the, mm-hmm. the ratings are a little bit, like, uh, I'd say inflated for that. I think this does the opposite. Like, this is better if it's not in a comic book. Oh, yeah. You know, if you just take this in a vacuum, I think it's even somehow better. I don't know. Like, if you just... If it's I just some it, random fucking action movie, yeah. maybe maybe it's tolerable, but it's not. Oh, no. It's, still, it's I, terrible. I, maybe, yeah, still not. Um, yeah, it's got a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes on the critic on the critic side of things, which we're a little bit closer to, but still lower than. Yeah, um, saying Dark World is worse than this is actually insane nuts like, it's nuts that's insane um, just because there's some aliens you know just because it's like a little out there they're elves you know it's hmm. like it's it's like oh well now we're now we're lost um the ether oh fuck uh we can't survive um hearing words like that i don't know what makes that movie bad i'm still like i don't hey man I don't I, you're you're talking to the wrong guy i love the thor movies so like uh in fact, my least favorite Thor movie is Thor Love and Thunder, and even that, I, like... What's there to complain about? There's Natalie Portman. I so hate being like, the contrarian who's like, well, I actually like... I, I personally think I do like Thor 1 and 2 more than I like Thor 3 and 4. I do. Um, Ragnarok is pretty good. Ragnarok's Ragnarok's good, man. I like Ragnarok. I'm that's how much I'm saying I like Thor and Thor the Dark World. Yeah. We've also got Kenneth Branagh and uh Alan Taylor directing those, and I'm a huge fan of both of them. Uh, Alan Taylor does a ton of Game of Thrones. Um That's nice. So it's yeah, a fun got, it's got, another fun it's Game only, of Thrones crossover. It is only three movies away. We only have Iron Man 2, Jonah Hex, then we'll be at Thor finally. Um so I don't know. Beautiful. That is exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, I got to get in contact with uh, Kyler in the meantime to nail down Iron Man 2's recording. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that'll be that'll be next Friday, and I'm very very excited for that one because I think that's a uh, drastically overhated MCU movie. I like I like Iron Man 2 a lot. Um, mm-hmm. oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be that for X Men Origins Wolverine. Thank you very much for joining us today. Um, if you would head to patreon.com slash penny pod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, all sorts of comic book reviews, movie reviews, book reviews, and the like. Um, I actually did a, not a music review. Didn't really review the album. Um, couple nights ago, uh, Andre 3000's, uh, new blue sun, uh, I believe is what it's called. Yes. New blue sun released. It's his, uh, purely wind instruments album um and i was super excited for it i was up at 11 i was high as fuck i threw on the headphones and i just wrote um for an hour and a half it's eight tracks an hour and a half so uh 
very long, very long songs. Ooh. They're they're amazing. I'm very very happy with it. So yeah, I just put the headphones on, was blazed, and wrote for an hour and a half, basically contemplating being. Um, yeah, that's there. Uh, if you, if you want to spend a dollar and fifty, you can dollar uh, and fifty cents. You can go ahead and read that two thousand word contemplation of being. Um, as wow. I listened to Andre 3000's New Blue Sun, um, and it's all tied together. I base I base every passage based off of like uh the the song title, and that kind of takes me a certain place. It's like a prompt almost, and I kind of went with it. So it was a fun time. Um, credit to I the dig. weed for sure. Um, yeah, I dig. But yeah, then head to uh, Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you might be listening, and to continue to download. Uh, head to Letterboxd, follow at Penny Bloom Pod. Uh, remember to keep coming back as next week we continue our Game of Thrones rewatch podcast. Winter is blooming, where we get a little bit more David Benioff uh, with season six, episode four, titled "The Book of the Stranger." Next week, and I'm very, very excited about that. Um, then next Wednesday, we continue our Michael Mann director spotlight in anticipation of Ferrari. Uh, that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, because next week we are covering Manhunter, uh, mm. which will be a, uh, mm-hmm. it'll be a first watch for me. So I'm excited for that. A little bit of a serial killer thing going on there. And that's always entertaining. Always um, love me a serial killer in movies. Yeah, be, I'd in say. movies. And in, in, in cinema and in medium, yeah, not yes. in real life. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then we continue this project next Friday with Iron Man 2. I'm very excited. Um, but with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And I'm going to end us off with a classic. Peace, love, and bloom. And I'm the best at what I do. And what I do ain't pretty. <laughs>